Welcome to Faith Fondue, a podcast featuring author and speaker Haley DiMaria and teacher and blogger Ann Strickers. Faith Fondue will feature a melting pot of topics ignited by a flame, our faith, and guided by the Holy Spirit. It's the week of November 14th, the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. The Fighting Irish are 9-1 and one after rolling over the Virginia Cavaliers this weekend in football. And I rolled my ankle last week and have been hobbling around. Anne, how are you? Oh, gosh, Haley. Sorry to hear about your bum wheel. One of my favorite terms, right? Wheels for our feet. Um, okay, a friend this morning shared with me a text, and it was a me, you know, something that somebody put on Twitter. And the posting said, I wish everyone the fastest school week in the history of education. I laughed so hard. Because that's exactly how I feel. Um, just trying to get to this week before Thanksgiving week. So we look ahead to that. And on today's episode, yes, we will talk about your bum wheel, your ankle. Um, we will be talking about NFL fans versus college uh, football fans, thanks to a recent trip. Uh, we'll talk about Sunday's gospel. And um, while I was in Los Angeles, I was able to go to a Jesuit parish. We'll talk about um, the challenges of divorce, um, a topic we've talked about before, and um, as well as gratitude, which is a common theme of ours. So in this month of saints and thanks. So let's start, Haley. Um, what happened? I mean, right? What, you know, what's going on with the ankle? I wish it was something exciting. Um, I was I was sitting, doing some work at my kitchen table. I stood up. I didn't realize that my foot was asleep. You know, I go back and forth with this, Anne. I don't know if it has anything to do <clears throat> with the lack of feeling and muscle tone that I have in my feet, right? You know, there's I, I have permanent nerve damage, um, you know, from okay. my accident, my injury. I, act I actually don't know if that has anything to do with it. Hmm. Part of me would kind of like to blame it on that. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. No, you can mm -hmm. laugh. I wouldn't bring it up. I, you know, it's, it's not an off topic. Um, but so part of me, but part of me also, um, you know, doesn't, doesn't like any part of my, my injury to affect my current life. Right. So I actually don't really want mm. it to be that, but it also would give it a better story. I stood up, my foot was asleep. I, you know, I went to step and put pressure on it. There was no support there, rolled it, heard a crack, mm. probably was a pop. <laughs> Um, you know, grabbed on to the counter, thank goodness, and then, you know, called for my son to hobble me over to the couch where I did not get off until the next morning. It's not fractured, thank goodness. I had x-rays the following day. It is swollen. It is purple. It does not feel great. Um, you know, I, crutches were recommended for the first two to three days. It's wow. just, a, it's an inconvenience. And yeah. You know, I, and that's actually a privilege to say that, right? There are so yeah. many people who have um, really significant uh, injuries and, and situations they're dealing with. So the fact that I'm, you know, all annoyed at myself that I yeah. rolled my ankle is, you know, I, that's a blessing right there, right? I should have, yeah. I, I, and I do, I have gratitude for the fact that I could go get x-rays the next day and that, you know, I did have a friend who could come, you know, pick me up and bring me crutches that they had at their house. So there was gratitude in that. I am extremely grateful I did not break it. Um, but there you go. Not a great story. Not a fun one. Just, yeah. you know, no. just me the being reality me. of 
Yeah, our mobility, it is a privilege. And um, I'm reminded of it regularly. A dear friend, a coworker has a neurological condition. So probably at the age of 25, she really lost her mobility and is dependent on a walker now. And I encouraged her to write an article. Um, during COVID, she finally kind of embraced the walker. And the walker has really been her freedom in many ways. So even though we see this dependency, it's freedom. And that is really the analog of the cross, right? I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's a paschal death. There's a death to something, but there's life in new ways. So way to go, just way too theological early on your ankle there. But I no, mean, our I ability is a privilege and it's a gift. Yeah. Um, and gosh, yeah, it's, it's not a fun story. It's not a sexy story. They're not like in, you know, Vail, Colorado and you know, you turn and see, I don't know, some celeb getting off of the skis. No, no, yeah. it's not even a skiing injury uh, that, you know, it, that would have yeah. been fun, but nope, it is what it yeah. is. Um, so I, it, it's, I did chuckle this morning when you sent me the, I wish everyone the fastest week in the history of education. I am mm-hmm. ready for next week. We have to power through this one. Um, and you know what, that is, I think that's part of what did my ankle in, right? Too much rushing around, too much, you know, thinking of the next step. Um, so while we are wishing this week away, you know, let's not, let's not forget to pause and, um, you know, just remember the small moments of gratitude that we have as well. Yeah. You know, Haley, that is such a good reminder because literally that's what my mom said to me today. She just said, you know, I was, I was concerned about a friend and I was talking about my friend and then. Um, my mom was kind of talking about how no one really ever wants to be told what to do. You know, like, you know, she's like, including myself or you and nobody wants to be told what to do as adults. We, you know, we're agents, we have agency for ourselves, but she said, you know, I'll just make a recommendation. You really need to slow down. And, uh, you know, she's saying it from a place of love and she's right. I mean, it's, it's probably incredibly countercultural where I live and, move and have my bean. So, um, yes, we do need to slow down and it's, I, yeah, I, you know, I'm saying this Haley, but I'm already thinking about next week is when I'll slow down, not this week, but that's not the point is it it's to do it now. Um, and part of that was because I was in Los Angeles this last weekend. I went with a friend. Um, I haven't done this in a while where we traveled just for the weekend. We literally flew down on Saturday and came back last night which is easy to do when you're in the same time zone, right? And it's a one-hour flight from San Francisco to Los Angeles. Um, But I'm tired today because, you know, you travel and it's like there's a lot that goes into it. Getting, You know, we got a rental car. We got to the airport. There's the flight was delayed. You know, getting home last night always takes longer, all of that. But, um, you know, slowing down. Weekends are for recharging or, you know, for all of us. And when you're working full-time. So, it would be nice to slow down. Now, do I regret it? No, absolutely not. It was great. Um, it was a balmy 85 degrees in Los Angeles. This is why people love Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. You know, the sky was clear. The traffic was back. <laughs> um, the palm trees, you know. Um, but we went to go to the home of the um, Chargers and the Rams, their shared home. It's called SoFi Stadium. It's super futuristic and um yeah, I think I, I read the price tag on it. I'm forgetting. It was in the billions. Um, it was on a former horse track. It's in Inglewood, not far from LAX. And um, the Super Bowl will be there. And it's it's magnificent. It's incredible. So that's why we went, you know, and 
I really liked the hard knocks season where they profiled both of those teams. So I felt like I kind of knew some of the, the players and there's a couple of guys from Notre Dame that played for the chargers, Jerry Tillery and Drew um, Tranquil. So that's always fine to support your guys, but it's also fun to go to a game where you just, you're just an objective outsider. I mean, I didn't have any skin in this game. I don't, I don't, I was cheering for the chargers, but I don't, I don't follow the chargers. I mean, this year I did after, you know, hard knocks, they played the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I'm convinced they have the tallest fan base in the NFL because you know, they're all Scandinavian or whatnot, Nordic. Um, but I mean, your family goes to a lot of NFL games and tonight is Monday night football. It's in San Francisco. Well, it's in Santa Clara, I should say. NFL fans are crazy. They're just, they're nuts. Yes. They are hardcore. So a friend recently was like, the NFL is, you know, losing steam. It's such a mess. And I was like, have you been to a game lately? Because there's no love lost there. 70,000 people were at that game and they were psyched to be there. Yeah. It's um, so first of all, I looked it up while you were sharing that with us. So SoFi stadium cost $5 billion to build. That's wow. insane. Um, if I read that correctly, mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. so I, I, I'm going to have to look into that a little more, you know, I'm, I'm with you. The NFL games are very, very different than college football games. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I just had a conversation with my parents about this when they were here a couple weekends ago, because they, of course, you know, live in Arizona and they were so excited when the Cardinals first moved there back in, you know, 1987. Sure. Um, but my, my mother in particular is up appalled by NFL fans. Um, yeah. The language, the, yep. the, mm-hmm. the yelling, the really what I was hearing was the passion. Um, mm. You know, we, <laughs> I, I actually love going to NFL games and let me tell you, there are, it, Baltimore is a great place to watch an NFL game. Those, those you know, Baltimore Ravens fans, I say those, you know, we, we are too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They are, we are passionate and, you know, there, there may be some swearing that goes on, you know, and it's not coming out of my mouth. That's not really me, but, but it's everywhere around me. Um, and it's, it's passion, you know, this is, this is something it's, it's, I, I love it in a way that's very different than Notre Dame. You know, in a city like Baltimore, very blue collar, probably different than L.A. I haven't I haven't been to an NFL game there. But, you know, Baltimore is a hard knock city. It is, you know, salt of the earth. And these fans are this is the one thing that brings us together because the Orioles aren't doing it for us right now. And they love their Ravens. Um, So I actually love, you know, my going to the games and sitting in the heart of the NFL crowd because they're the passion there is um, it, 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 yeah. it, it's really, it's palpable. You what can is feel it? it. I don't yeah. know. I know. Um, I don't, I yeah. don't know, but it's, it, but it's interesting it's... because as much as I love that environment and as much as I love the Ravens, you know, we, we, I, we love my, my boys were raised Ravens fans. I don't have the same emotional attachment to the Ravens yeah. that I do Notre Dame. So right, right. while the fans are different and it's a clearly yeah. a different environment, I personally, as much as there's yeah. no place like watching a game for me than, you know, Raven Stadium, M&T Bank, it doesn't 
for me personally, doesn't invoke that, that physical reaction, you know, the emotional mm. reaction that I have. So I don't yeah. know what it is. It's, it's yeah. an interesting thing to yeah. kind of ponder. I know. No, it totally it has my brain spinning. Cause I'm like, well, there's definitely an ownership. And when people are like, did you go to Notre Dame? And I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> you know, like this is part of, and a friend made a joke the other day. They said, uh, so, well, I'm watching the ND game and he said, Oh, North Dakota. And I said, that's not funny. And that's not funny. And he's like, it's a joke. And I said, it's a joke in the same way when somebody tells me they get a hole in one in golf. Oh, but it was a hole in one at putt putt. And I'm like, okay, this is not the same. Like these are apples and oranges. So thank you for laughing, Haley. Um, yeah, the passion is very real. The swearing is real. Um, the colors, you know, and, and, you know, I'm sure it's just, there is an article that I used to teach. It talks about that our sports arenas are modern day cathedrals. Yeah. And I fit the bill. I mean, we, we traveled, not that I don't think in the past people would travel. I mean, maybe more like the cathedral in Cologne or the, you know, the Vatican, but like people, I don't think they were traveling, you know, a hundred years ago to see, you know, the cathedral in, um, well, maybe in New York, but you know, you not know, in Chicago you or know, whatnot. You, but you say that, but think of like the Camino de Santiago. I mean, that, that's a pilgrimage that people have taken for, you know, hundreds yeah. of years. Um, yeah. But that's an experience. I could see this is like a destination, you know, like as a destination, true. right? Like what's the place in Barcelona by, um, Sagrada you know, Familia. yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, that would be one place that people go, but, yeah. Um, you know, with the Chargers having relocated from San Diego, you just, you know, and it's well-known fact that, you know, half the fans in the crowd are going to be from outside of town because L.A. is, you know, it's a great place to visit. Um, you know, like, I, I mean, it's 85. It's not 85 in um, Minneapolis, St. Paul right now. Oh, no. My friend is a Packers fan, and he was showing me pictures. It was like 35 degrees, so... LA was looking very good um, this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. I bet, I bet, but, I bet. That's yes. great. Yeah. Well, so, and of course, Super Bowl, they'll be hosting it. And yeah, we'll see, you know, who gets there. Well, maybe I'll go check out that $5 billion stadium if the, uh, yeah. the Ravens if have the to Ravens... make it. They will not be making it if they play the way they played this past weekend, uh, actually, Thursday night uh, against the Miami Dolphins. Um, but we'll yeah. see. There's a lot of talk about that. No, I have a, I have a question for you. Um, this happened when uh, we were staying in a hotel and I found sometimes when I travel, I tend to enjoy what I'd call a hotel, uh, a hotel movie. Now this is not meant to be CD or anything like that, but there's certain movies that I wouldn't maybe normally watch because they're, you know, like not cheesy, but just, I don't know that I would commit the time, but because I'm in a hotel, I would watch it and it was what happens in Vegas with Cameron Diaz and Ashton Kutcher and it's old. It was so good. And I, I think I enjoyed it more because I was in a hotel. A hundred percent. It's like a, it's like a movie you watch on an airplane, right? You've got a five hour flight and you're going to kill two of those hours watching a movie that, you know, you don't want to pay $15 to go see in a theater. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Plus, plus, you know what, Anne, you slowed down and you watched a movie. Are you doing that at home? No, 
So yeah, you know what I did do, Haley, though, during the ads, I was grading papers. That's the life of the teacher right there. Right. Uh, yes, That's why we wanted to do the fastest week in education ever. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Slowing down, you know, okay. That's going to lead us into our stew. So I will, um, I appreciate that. I, I think you're right. And that's, I, I wasn't convinced that I need to slow down, but I think you're pointing to some of the fruits of slowing down is that you're able to enjoy things a little more. So yes, more on that with our stew. Okay. Yeah. So my spiritual stew comes from uh, the gospel this week on Thursday, November 18th, that is my anniversary, our anniversary, Jamie's and mine. We will be married oh, 21 years. So wow. I thought, well, you're you know, legal. you're yeah, legal. <laughs> we, we are, our marriage is legal um, or will be on Thursday, the 18th. Yeah. So I thought, well, I wonder what the gospel is that day. Um, you know, marriage is on my mind, right? I have um, a couple of friends who are going through you know, divorces right now, it's hard. It's hard for them. Um, you know, a lot of comments about social media and seeing, you know, perfect families on social media. And that's, that's hard for them. You know, there's, there's a lot going on. We're also moving into, I'm getting a little bit away from my stew right here, but, but not too much, (laughs) you know, we're also moving into the holidays and, you know, mental health has kind of been a topic for us all year. And yep. this is a really tough time for mental health and f- people who are alone. And and, and I would imagine this is going to be an mm-hmm. extremely difficult year, um, you know, for my, these three friends in particular, I'm thinking of who are, are going through the process of divorce um, and, you know, kind of, they all have kids. So their families are all being split up. Um, so actually, as I say that, I think that will be one of my takeaways I'll talk about is um, remembering that while... I have so much in my life to be grateful for, and I believe everyone has something in their life for which they can be grateful, um, that that gratitude, it might be harder to see for some people than others. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Thanksgiving isn't going to be, you know, all full of thanks for for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, So it's hard. So I looked ahead to see what the gospel was. Um, November 18th. I don't know why I thought it would be something about marriage or something about love. I was kind of hoping it was, but it was not. (laughs) The stars Um, would align. I know. But, you know, maybe some insider wisdom, you know, about why some marriages work and why some don't. I don't know. I just, I don't know what I thought. But I'm going to read briefly. um, You know, it's, it's pretty quick. The gospel from Thursday, because I read it, Anne, and I have no idea what it means. So um, I'm going to throw it out there and maybe we can kind of chew on it for a little bit. So it reads, as Jesus drew near Jerusalem, he saw the city and wept over it saying, if this day you only knew what makes for peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes for the days are coming upon you when your enemies will raise a palisade against you. They will encircle you and hem you in on all sides. They will smash you to the ground and your children within you, and they will not leave one stone upon another within you because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, smashing yeah. me to the ground and my children kind of wasn't what I was mm-hmm. thinking for the gospel on my anniversary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a lot, <laughs> a lot about, you know, y- you often mention, you know, vision and sight and, you know, what we see. Um, is he not 
recognizing, you know, is Jesus thinking we're not recognizing what we're seeing? Is he arriving in Jerusalem and unhappy about what he sees there? I, I, any insight you have here, otherwise this is yeah. clearly what I'm going to be chewing on this week and trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, well, don't let me forget, speaking of sights, Alex Rodriguez, okay, and him at the game, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, but, um, so we're preparing, um, they already put up the Advent wreath at school. I thought that was really interesting. I looked at that, and, um, you know, the Feast of Christ the King is upon us, mm -hmm. and usually around the Feast of Christ the King is the little apocalypse, it's the reading of the end times, because Christ in his, like, kind of, you know, like, uh, the upper Christological is like an almighty Christ or a powerful God. And that's like part of the kingship of Christ. And so um, Mark's gospel will have like, again, speaking to the end times and the end of days. And this gospel clearly speaks to me of kind of end times. Okay. So, you know, Jerusalem is in need of redemption. You know, Jerusalem, you know, I weep for you and like all these things like the people of Jerusalem, Jesus has to go to Jerusalem where he dies, right? Because it's the holy city. Um, and the city, the holy, is fallen. And so I think he's speaking to these end days. That would be my sense on this. Um, so we would probably need to look to the gospel for Sunday. The one Does Advent begin on the 28th, Haley? It does, probably. yes. Yeah, so I would, I would guess that the 21st we're going to hear some things about, um, yeah, end times. Okay. That's my thought. Interesting. Good to know. Well, you know, it's interesting. I usually, I don't know if you do this too. I go every week um, to uh, a certain website that we've talked about before to do, to read the gospel readings for the week. It's the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, yep. um, mm -hmm. which just started their annual convention today or conference. Um, okay. So, you know, we can say a quick yeah. prayer of gratitude for them um, and their yeah, absolutely. Their conference. Yeah, you know, they had their opening mass today at the cathedral in Washington, D.C. Um, but it's, I just, I saw actually a, a post about it and I thought, oh, okay. It, it brought new meaning for me because over the past year I have been, uh, you know, reading their website every week to, to read yeah. the readings. Um, wow. So yeah, we'll keep them in yeah. prayers. But I, you know, I will now yeah. go back to them and see what next weekend's readings are and well yeah i'm looking at it speaking of which yeah so it is the solemnity so you know solemnity so it's a solemn feast mm -hmm. right, of our lord jesus christ king of the universe right so that's a very again like a raised you know christology a higher when i say that i mean we're not thinking of the human christ right we're thinking of the eschatological so eschatological is end times right this Christ who has this role in the redemption. And the second reading is about, um, right? Yep. And it's all about his being handed over to Pilate and right. That are you a King and the role that he plays as a King speaking of these end times. So for his life, but yeah, interesting. It is interesting, you know, and sometimes, yeah. um, you know, there's so many, gospels and, and and even just biblical reading sometimes that you think you know um and you yeah. and so for me this is one of the first ones that I read and just really couldn't like, figure it out yeah, yeah. so I'm well, tempted to go know, to mass on I'm tempted always... to go to mass on Thursday and see what the priest has to say about it 
yeah, you feel for the person from, you know, Faith MD who has to comment on this. But, yeah, that's where we call it commentary. So usually you, you can find, you know, um, an exegesis, which would just be a reflection on it, like mm-hmm. taking from the text, from the um, scriptural text. And, uh, you know, on the website there, sometimes I'll have like some footnotes, but they don't seem to have any for the 18th. But, yeah, just a good commentary is super helpful because it just gives you that insight into this puzzle. I mean, it's kind of puzzling, you know, and that's where, I mean, as Catholics, we, you know, don't have this tradition of Bible study and knowing scripture in that way. And um, it hasn't been passed down where we have these commentaries or, you know, it's part of the lived experience that's passed on. So you're pointing to something that's, yeah, I think a glaring I don't know. I don't want to say lack of something. No, I hear you. It's, um, you know, so many times, um, you know, again, I try not to be judgmental. I am a convert. You know, my husband is a cradle Catholic. He's, he's been, you know, he, he was raised Catholic on a mass because that's what you were supposed to do. Didn't ask, didn't question, sat there. You were quiet. You maybe listened. You maybe didn't, didn't matter as long as you were quiet. (laughs) Um, you know, I, he always, he's, I shouldn't say always, he's oftentimes will look at me and say, you chose this faith. Um, yes, I did. And I chose it Mm -hmm. and I, I listened to it and I'm trying to learn it and I don't know it all. Um, but you're right. There are, I, I see it again, trying to be objective about it and not judgmental about it. I do see, I do feel like there are, you know, still many Catholics who, go through the motions who go to mass because you're supposed to, um, but aren't necessarily invested in really learning and diving deep mm-hmm. and exploring yeah. or questioning even, you know, I, I, I just, I haven't anyway, just a thought, yeah. not trying to judge, yeah. but I appreciate, yeah. appreciate the insight. Um, and it sounds like you went to a new church this week. I will say that is one of the things I absolutely love about traveling. I love, mm-hmm. and it's one of the things I absolutely love about the Catholic Church. I know a lot of people say it's the same everywhere you go. I love it because it's the same everywhere yeah. I go. It doesn't matter what church you walk into, anywhere in the world. It's the same format. It's very familiar. It's home, um, you know, which yeah. I think is, for me, what church and mass is. Yeah. Um, so it's always exciting when you go yeah. to a church. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking you were going to probably, I was thinking you were going to ask about this past Sunday's gospel. Um, and we just focused on stewardship Sunday. So the, actually the homily wasn't really about the fig tree, right. right so to speak, um, which is a symbol for Jerusalem. Um, but yes, I, I share your kind of love for, um, visiting other places and I have to give my friend Kevin credit. So I traveled with a former co-worker Catholic high school and the game was Sunday, and our flight wasn't until 9 p.m. And he said, Ann, you know, I'm surprised you didn't want to go to Mass this morning. And, you know, I'm in a hotel, so and it's embassy suites, right? I mean, you get free breakfast. So I'm thinking, I'm not thinking about getting to Mass before the game. I just figure I'm not going to go, but I go, you know, all the time. So I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. But then I realized I could go. And um so my friend Kevin's gay and uh, is not religious at all, um, was nominally raised Catholic, you know, I mean, was went to a Catholic high school and grade school, but doesn't even go to church on Christmas. So this is not part of his life. 
But I said, you know, I know about this parish in Hollywood because he was telling me he goes to L.A. a lot for West Hollywood, which has a you know very dynamic and strong gay community. And I said, well, there's this parish, Blessed Sacrament. It's a Jesuit parish and it's featured. You know, I taught for 16 years in a Jesuit school and they're so proud of some of their ministries, especially this parish. So I knew about it, but I had never been. So I thought, well, they're going to have a Sunday night mass. So I looked it up, sure enough, 530. And, you know, I thank him for mentioning that. And I said, well, do you want to come with me? And I, and I said, they're known for their outreach to the gay community. And I said, you might really like it. And that's kind of why I even like, thought of it. And he's like, yeah, maybe. No, I'm going to go to a gay bar. So that's fine. He dropped me off. He's like, that's totally you. That's totally me. And, um, you know, he's right. That is both of us. But part of me was kind of sad because I started, because he was talking about in the gay community, Sunday, you know, Sunday fun day. It's a big going out day. And I just thought, you know, or I met an NFL game where there's all these people at a game. Like, we're missing people in the church. They're going other places. You know, it just, it kind of breaks my heart, but this isn't a place that they're going. So you were saying, you know, I see people going through the motions. I'm like, I would love for people to go through the motions because I think it means if they're you there. in yeah. motion, part of being in motion is you're going to see some things. And this parish had the best music. I mean, a lot of these people are in Hollywood, right? So they're going to have, they're going to have talented musicians as it is, but sharing their gifts so beautiful. I mean, the mass was not very well attended. It broke, you know, I'm sure they said like half the numbers since before COVID. Um, the demographics have changed in this area, but it was this once huge church where all these like Hollywood celebrities had gotten married and attended and had their funerals. Like Bing Crosby like, had his first marriage there. I mean, they they list the people who were, you know, known to be parishioners. And the school just closed last year, which is always like a death for me to have a Catholic school close. But um, the other piece of this thing is that when you are in kind of like in Jesuit education, it does feel like a family. So after mm-hmm. the mass, um, I was waiting for my friend to pick me up and he's like, okay, I'll be there in eight minutes. And I was like, Ugh, eight minutes, like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? You know? And then it's not in a great area. Like I said, so I couldn't really go in front, but I noticed people were going in the back. So I decided to go in the back and just see what's there, you know, because I have a school and whatnot. And then I saw the pastor and he was delightful. I talked to him and I said, you know, I'm in from San Francisco. St. Agnes was my parish, which was the Jesuit parish. Um, I worked at St. Ignatius for 16 years. And he's like, oh my gosh. So, you know, it's like family. It's like meeting like family. You just, we have like a common framework for talking and people that we know. And then I turned the corner and sure enough, as a young Jesuit who had actually taught in my classroom, I was like JT, you know, and wow, um, it was great. And you know, Haley, if I hadn't, those eight minutes where I'm waiting and I'm like, right. I got to meet two new, I mean, I got to meet a new person and I got to reconnect with somebody. So so, slow down. so again, it's slow down. Exactly. Well, and again, that's what I love about the Catholic Church, right? It was, it is familiar, it is home. And in your case, it, it, it really was familiar. Um, and kudos to you for going on a day where you were traveling and going to an NFL game and you only had, you know, an hour here to fit it in. That's, um, I appreciate that. I, Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, and I appreciate Kevin for actually pointing it out, you right. know, like 
Yeah. That's a good friend. When you travel with somebody, you know, you kind of get annoyed. You know, that was, I mean, that was really, it was actually one of the highlights of my trip, I would have to say. That's great. Between the music and then meeting, you know, um, new people and seeing a new place. I love that. And like you said, the, the familiarity of it. So, yeah. So I think one of the takeaways this week for you is to slow down. Every day, you need to find something, you know, some moment where you can just take a deep breath, not grade papers during the movie. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will share. I will share in that. Um, I actually have. A, yeah, you, you, you have a force to slow down, Haley. I, I yeah. have to slow down. It's, um, you know, I'm taking the elevator at work. It's super mm. frustrating, but. Um, this is, you know, Jamie, my husband, has always said to me, if you don't slow down, you will be slowed down. And usually mm -hmm. that's me getting sick. Uh, you know, I'm overdoing it. I get run down and I have to slow down because I get sick. Same thing here. I'm sure I was jumping up, rushing to do something, and this slowed me down. So yeah. you need to slow down or or yeah. you will be slowed you down. You will be slowed down. Yeah. That's very wise. Jamie, all of those 18, 21 years. 21 years, almost. Um, so I meant to ask before I, I mentioned something about Alex Rodriguez. Um, why November? Why the 18th? Just curious. So we were actually, we got engaged in November, um, the year before, the year prior. So we got married in 20, 2000. We got engaged in, in 1999. 99. That sounds so long so ago. So pre-night, okay, okay. Um, mm -hmm. But, and we were going to get married in February of 2001. And I think the date was 020301. I think it was February 3rd, 2001. Because okay. that was when we could get the church. I, of course, at 27 years old, thought I needed more than a year to plan a wedding. I would do it <laughs> so much differently now. And so we got engaged in November of 1999 we spent our two families got together for christmas of 1999 and after that holiday of being with both families but not married so he was with oh, his mm -hmm. family i was with my family but we were kind of trying to make it work we said we are not doing another holiday not yeah. being married yeah so we moved it to the following november you're kidding huh that is exactly okay. why it was really, it was a very stressful Christmas. Um, it was a stressful Christmas. And all we wanted to do was be together. And, yeah. and we right, thought, what are right. we waiting for? Why would we, why would we go through another Christmas yeah. and not right. just be able to be together all the time? So yeah. that is why we picked November. So we had to change our that priest. Works. We had to change our location. Um, no, you did. But, you know, yeah. we, I, the best advice I ever got was from, well, the first priest who was going to marry us, who said, you just need to remember the most important thing at the end of the day is that you're married. You know, yeah. it's not the party. It's not everybody else. I know. It's that yeah. you're married. And and that really yeah. that really stuck with us. And so we, we moved our date yeah. up because really we just wanted yeah. to be married. Yeah. And we yeah. weren't living in the same state at the yeah. time. So yeah. it was just, so that's why November. Yeah. Well, congratulations to you both, Haley, for, you know, living those words, really, right? It is something to be married, and that's awesome. Yeah. 21 years. 21 you know? years. Well, and we can just do, 
so much more as a society to support, um, you know, people with good marriages and healthy marriages. And yeah, thank you for witnessing to that. So, well, I'll tell you a little um, joy. Thank you. I'll tell you a little funny story about our, so we went on our honeymoon. We got married on the 18th of November. Uh, this was November of 2000. So if you remember that that. election, we had no president when we got married on the 18th and, uh, (laughs) We went on our honeymoon and every morning. And we still had no president? Yeah. And every morning we would wake up, turn on the news. Do we have a president yet? Nope. Turn it off. Go off on our day. Gosh. It was, and we, you know, still didn't have a president when we came back, but we always laugh about that. We were, uh, you know, the, the honeymoon without the president. It was just a strange time. I mean, life's gotten stranger since then in politics, but For that was sure. like the beginning right. of right. the, that was... beginning of the chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's funny. Anyway. All right. So Uh, tell us about Alex Rodriguez. Well, it's interesting, Haley, because, um, so he was at the game um, yesterday. They showed him on the screen, but, and I, you know, I love, I think I've talked about that on the show where I love to see there was an actor and there was a musician that they showed and the other two were not familiar to me. The reason I mentioned Alex Rodriguez is because he and I have been Haley at five of the same games now. It's kind of, Mm. it's kind of weird. I mean, I don't know what to say. The U.S. Open in 2000, I remember they showed him. There's two other NFL games where he and I are at the same game. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> no, this should be a, this is a non sequitur to the marriage conversation, right? Yeah. So it's just funny that like, yeah, I just, I finally like paid attention to it. I'm like, wow, we're kind of in the same like game watching. It sounds like I'm, you know, some stalking him. trotting. <laughs> yeah. Like athletic you know but yeah random so that is, this is a fun fact it yeah. is that's a fun, fun fact. fact there's no takeaway there so to our yeah. audience other than um who you know again well i just like knowing who's out and about and, you know uh, seeing people that just always i don't know it just that's something i do enjoy so. yeah that's as as we enjoy our football games as well and and most live sporting events right right and when you slow down, you can see these people. That's the other thing. And when so you I've slow gotta... down, you can see them. You know, I will tell I you know. one thing I'm going to do this week in slowing down is take in the leaves right now. Our le- We are mm-hmm. at peak foliage, awesome. which is really late. Um, we've had a very warm mm-hmm. fall. Um, but I was actually thinking about it in terms of my son driving because – you know, when he's not driving, of course, he sits next to me and they're on their phone. Even my husband does it. You know, they're just looking at their phones, looking at their phones, looking at their phones. And I said, I'm so happy when you drive because you can't look at your phone and you have to enjoy these amazing mm. colors. I mean, it's gorgeous right now. It is bright red. Yeah. It is bright orange. It's it's, um, awesome. it's kind of the reward, I feel like, of coming out of COVID. I don't even feel like it was this great last year. But Hmm. Um, so I'm going to slow down and enjoy the colors cause they're not going to last long. You usually get about a week. Um, okay. and just, awesome. and just, uh, yeah, appreciate all things, all things good in certainly in our married life. Not, you know, it's never perfect, yeah. but, uh, it's, it's been no, pretty it's great. It's not supposed years. to be, but yeah, yeah, that's cool. So well, cheers to you both. Thank you. Lots of love and prayers and all the people that have supported you all these years. So for sure. And you're in the fruit of your marriage, your children. So that's awesome. We will be celebrating. So thank you, Anne. Yeah, I look good. forward to connecting next week. Likewise.